It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. It is California Wine Country brought to you by Bottle Barn and Rodney Strong Vineyards. And Davis Bynum. And Davis Bynum. Joining us as always, Dan Berger. Our guest today is Walter Leva. He's the winemaker at Davis Estates Winery. Nice to meet you, man. Pleasure. And I heard from Joe that you came in and said, do you guys actually drink wine on the air? Oh, you, <laughs> you never you never hear the clink of the glasses on I, the radio, listen. so I had my, I wasn't, I wasn't entirely convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Joe told me that, and I said, well... Walter's a newbie, <laughs> and it is the first time he's ever been in. We'll talk about all of this. We're going to begin. Dan, your cellar wine this week. What What is it? You seem rather excited about it. Well, when this wine came out a few years ago, I tasted it, and I thought it might have a chance to age, and I decided five years was enough. And this is a 2015 Lichen from Anderson Valley, and mm. it is a Pinot Gris. And it is fabulous. I can't. It really is. It's really delicious stuff. The nose blew me away, and now on my palate, I love this. Little dried peaches, and maybe a little tiny bit of spice left from the original young wine. But now it's got some maturity. It's got some flavor profile that you don't ever see out of Pinot Gris. And well, explain just, explain Pinot Gris because well, it's it's, aren't it's a very with it. difficult white wine to deal with because of the fact that it has it. The, the word Gris means gray in French. And the, and that's because the grapes themselves begin to turn sort of a pinkish gray on the vine if you leave them too long. And the end result, of course, is that you're going to get some tannin in the white wine. Normally, tannin is not good for white wine, but in this case, uh, it just I, I thought it might age out, and it did. So there it is, five years later, and it's fabulous. I think it's fabulous. Harry? I agree. It's absolutely delicious. And not something we've tried before that I can remember. No, we haven't done it. Walter, your thoughts on this Pinot Gris? I think it's fantastic. One of those wines here, you're typically not going to be aging, but uh, it worked. Let's talk about Davis Estates. We are a family-owned and operated boutique limited production winery. We're out of Calistoga, probably best known for AVA-oriented cabs. However, we do make some fantastic Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Sauvignon Blanc. Um, we've got some really fun Bordeaux blends, as well as some single varietal wines from everything that's grown on the estate. The inaugural vintage was 2012. The winery was started by Mike and Sandy Davis. Their background is in IT. They started a company, a computer company, based out of Huntington Beach. They sold that company and shortly after decided to do something special in the valley. They casted somewhat of a wide net, looked at property and the foothills and Lake County, South Napa, but fell in love with Calistoga. They saw the potential there, probably looked around and saw some of the neighboring vineyards and, and thought to themselves, okay, there's something special here. So the property itself was originally owned by the Savier family. They went into foreclosure. It was in disrepair, but Mike and Sandy had a vision, and um, they were certainly able to execute to make something really special out of it. Dan, this is one of the greatest cellar wines you've ever brought in. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's the first time I've ever said that. This is one of the greatest wines you've brought well, in from your not, cellar. It's I, not as old as some of the ones I bring in. Right. Let's be realistic. I, I was telling Dan about um, his rosé that he brought in that was 15 years old. Um, somewhat of a science experiment. I was, I was kind of shocked <laughs> that we didn't get one of those today. <laughs> and your history, uh, Walter Oliva. You're now winemaker at Davis Estates. Uh, how did you begin in this wine world and wind up here? Sure. I've got a bit of a, a different pedigree in that I didn't move to the valley from 
from out of state with the sole intention to make wine. Part of the point zero zero five percent of winemakers in Napa that are actually from Napa. I'm a Napa native. I uh, got my AS in science, viticulture, and enology from NBC in Napa. This has been my home. I'm certainly aware of how fortunate I am to to be able to make wine here at such a high level and never had to travel across the country to be able to do so. So, did you go to UC Davis? Uh, uh, no, Napa. Oh, okay. Napa. Napa yeah, absolutely. Yeah. NBC. NBC. Napa yeah, Valley, Napa Valley College. College. Yeah. Oh, they I thought a- he said B. No, no. NBC. <laughs> okay. And Napa Valley College. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. They, they have a fantastic wine program. Don't bring Steve any more good cellar wines. It throws them off. <laughs> Is this what happens? <laughs> no, I got hit. I got hit so hard in the head by hail last night. I have I have hail head, and I can't. <laughs> I'm even that's, dumber than that's normal. A, that's a new phrase. The hail head. <laughs> That's my excuse for everything now. Steve, what the hell are you doing? I got hailhead. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let's try uh, the Chardonnay. <laughs> all right. Walter, where exactly is Davis Estates, and uh, what is your situation as far as wine tasting and uh, having the public visit at this point? So we're at 4060 Silverado Trail in the uh, north end of uh, Silverado Trail, right across the street from Larkmead Lane. Um, one of the things that Davis Estates does fantastically well is the tasting experience. Um, we, um, we have a, a food um, pairing with every single wine, and we don't have somebody from the tasting room staff run behind the counter and put a couple bites together. We have an executive chef right that's on, on staff right. full-time and making everything from scratch. And, and Mark Caldwell is his name. He's an absolute rock star. He's a wine guy. He understands our wines, and he's able to create this pairings that really show the wines in, in a new light. I mean, me personally, I'm drinking these wines all the time. We're working on them, and every time there's a new flight or a new menu, I head up to the tasting room and I'm tasting them with the staff and every time it blows my mind. So really it's about providing an experience. It's the, the beautiful facility, the fantastic wines, the food, and the staff. Um, these guys are fantastic. And the winery is spectacular. Oh, beautiful. Gorgeous. Is Gary uh, Carey got still... A winemaker there? Are you his assistant, or did you take over for Terry him? Terry Gott is consulting for us. We actually have two consultants uh, okay. for the uh, for the label. Uh, for the winery, we have two labels. Carrie uh, Gott for the Davis Estates House label, and Philippe Melka for our flagship premium uh, secondary label. Two of the greatest uh, consultants in the industry, incidentally. Yeah, heavyweights. Uh, we're very fortunate to have them in our corner, certainly. It's davisestates.com. Check them out. Uh, take, take a whiff of that Chardonnay, Steve. You're not going to believe it. It's Chardonnay. I believe it. No matter what. <laughs> this one will blow you. I believe in Chardonnay. This is good stuff. What year is this, Walter? 2019. Wow. How long would you lay this down, lay it down, Burger? Well, the minute you get it in your house, the first thing you want to do is put handcuffs on your own hands so that you don't drink it up because it's delicious. But... If you were to put it in the cellar, I would say three to four more years before it even begins to show. Really? Oh, yeah, because it needs a little bit more time. This is really a gorgeous. What about two hours in, in the de- decanter tonight? I would say and tonight you take it home, you drink it out, out of the decanter, you'll enjoy it better. better. Okay. It shouldn't be too, too cold. It shouldn't be too This This wine is made. There's not very much alcohol in this wine. It's got great acidity. The secret is is how integrated all those pieces are because you've got tropical fruit and you've got citrus fruit all in the same glass. And yeah. on top of that, there's a little bit of oak to bind some of that. 
those pieces are not coming together just now. Another three years, but if you if the bottle's already open like this one is, Steve, <laughs> put it in the decanter and just drink it up. <laughs> a couple hours in yeah. the decanter. It, it'll open up even more. It's luscious right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Walter, talk about making this. Yeah, this guy is um, coming out of Carneros, one of Lee Hudson's vineyards. Um, clone 95, a notoriously low-yielding Dijon clone. Um, it's known for making some uh, big-bodied, uh, intensely flavored wines, and this is no exception. This was partially barrel-fermented. Uh, we inoculated in stainless and went down to oak at around 12 bricks. Um, 40% new French oak, 60% once and twice used French oak. No malolactic. We really wanted to preserve the the freshness. This wine reminds me a little bit, and I don't I don't know anything about this wine other than what you just said. But it reminds me a little bit of the influence of Stéphane Vivier, because it has that French influence of time on the lees. Yep. Absolutely. We are surly aging. We're pretty aggressive. We're tasting once a week to make sure that we get it just right. We wanna, Gorgeous stuff. Yeah, we want to build that body just to the right degree and um, make sure that it's not overpowering. And, and again, that acidity is showing really well. It's, it's, it's coming through the glass, and that's because we withheld on the secondary uh, fermentation. Uh, kind of our, our attempt to stay in the middle of the road. Um, Steve, if this wine had a French name on the label, it would be 150 bucks a bottle. <laughs> Seriously, I believe this it. is this is white burgundy incarnate. Wow, uh, is I'm sure Davis Estates uh, wines are available at Bottle Barn. They could be. <laughs> Barry Barry Herbst, heads up, dude. I'm very diplomatic. Talk to Walter and let's get some uh, Davis Estates wines at Bottle Barn. This is uh, is this limited uh, production? Absolutely, yeah. We're only making around uh, six to seven hundred cases, which ain't much. Six hundred cases for the rest of the world? Forget it. No, <laughs> just, we're lucky enough to be living in Sonoma County where we can buy this stuff. Yeah. This is outrageous. Quality over quantity at Davis Estates. We're a small production. Not a whole lot of uh, right. everything we make. Sure. DavisEstates.com. Uh, Dan? Well, I've been to the property before, and I can tell you that it's situated probably in the most ideal location in the world for people who live in Sonoma County. You just drive over Calistoga Road, and you're right there, basically. It's on the trail. You know, I I lived in Calistoga for three years when I first came to California 40 years ago. I love Calistoga, and back then it was funky and fun and cool, and now it's a different world, like Healdsburg in some ways. Getting a little bit more sophisticated. But, Charlie, what are they, two two miles from Calistoga or somewhere like that? Yeah, less than that. Maybe less than two miles. And I I would absolutely recommend any of our listeners just visit the property. It's spectacular. It really, and the wines are great. I mean, they're fabulous. Mm. It's hard to put that one down. It, it is. <laughs> That's a great Chardonnay right now. I want to go back to something uh, that Walter said, which was the clone. Again on that, please. Yeah, clone 95. So it's a clone One of my favorite clones, gonna, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's in the A range, right? It's, a very, it's like a clone 80, which would be in a B range. It's a very, very uh, limiting uh, clone. It doesn't produce a lot of fruit, which means that this wine is really expensive to make. <laughs> you can't get – you harvest an entire 
vineyard and then you get no fruit basically <laughs> so do you want to talk a little bit about that sure yeah absolutely well our our emphasis is on quality um so certainly any any clone that's going to prioritize that energy and resources into intensifying the phenolic profile those flavors um we're, we're big fans of that's that's what we're trying to to capture intensity in a glass this and you seem phenomenal. to have succeeded, according to Dan here. Well, I think it's phenomenal stuff. So. <laughs> Me too. Well, Dan and, and Steve are both speechless. They're just drinking. <laughs> yeah, without speech. <laughs> no, that really is good. Uh, wow. And, and there's a Sauvignon Blanc to come yet. Well, we have time before the break. Oh, we could do that. Let's just go do it. We have so two and a half minutes is what we have. Where's the fruit from on the Sauvignon Blanc? This is from Rutherford. This is one of our properties that is near the Napa River. Um, this guy is stainless steel fermented. Uh, it, we, we found that just a touch of oak in our Sauvignon Blanc brings it to a, to a new level. The uh, complexity exponentially grows. Um, it gives it a little bit better texture. And um, the then you're going to love this one. It's really, really low pH. The acid is just um, That's fabulous. It's very crisp, yes, and tropical fruits bouncing yeah, off this, your glass. This, very, this is very a wine bright. that absolutely demands seafood. What year is this? This is our 2020, one of only three wines that we made in 2020. How many hundreds of years will you lay this down, Dan? <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, Sauvignon Blanc is one of the, and we know this from all the cellar wines I brought that were Sauvignon Blanc. They age beautifully. But in this case, the wine is so tasty, I swear you would not ever want to age this. You'd just buy it and drink it up. It's a fabulous wine. I would, I, if I had space in my cellar, I'd buy a case of this. This, would be, this is be really ex- a wonderful example. Do we have wine. to call him Dan Don't Lay It Down Burger now? Well, this, this is no, so, he's right. This, Did there's Davis no reason to lay this down. No, this is, <laughs> I'm not even going to put this in my uh, thing tonight. Uh, what you call it? Decanter. Thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have hail head. I got hailed on it heavily without a hat last night, and I'm even dumber than I normally am. <laughs> and the wine's helping. <laughs> oh, the wine's helping greatly, yeah. This uh, is a classic example of Sauvignon Blanc from the 70s. This reminds me of I was going to say, this is, uh, to me, a, a unique Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. But I didn't taste a Sauvignon Blanc till I started the show 14 years ago. So I don't know about the 70s, but... Well, this is the way it was made way before anybody took it seriously. And this is exactly what Back it is. Back it was called Fumé Blanc, right? Well, when Mondavi, in, in 1966, Mondavi began using the name Fumé Blanc. Yeah, right. that's the beginning. And what was the reason? Again, we've talked about this, but he was a Mondavi was afraid that people wouldn't be able to pronounce the word Sauvignon. Partially, and the other thing was that very few people had had any success with Sauvignon Blanc before that, and he found that Blanc Fumé was the designation in France, and he thought that was a kind of an elegant way of uh, approaching it. Hmm. So he borrowed the Fumé and then turned it backwards to Fumé Blanc. What else is going on at Davis Estates, uh, Walter? Well, I want to ask you, you've got got a windmill on the property, right? Yes. Uh, Mike Davis um, has a a tremendous amount of affection for windmills, and it's it's a working windmill. uh, And we actually have a windmill in our label as well. And uh, here's a little uh, known... Not a lot of people know this, but before... So the inaugural vintage for Davis Estates was 2012, but in 2011... The name of the label was Windmill Valley. So a little bit well, of rebranding cool. going on there. That's very um, cool. Not a lot of people know this. I'm kind of telling secrets here. So 
It is California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn. In studio, of course, Dan Berger, our co-host every week on uh, California Wine Country. Our guest today is Walter Leva, winemaker at Davis Estates Winery, davisestates.com. What are you doing now? We've got a really unique blend. It's called Classic Chase. It's a Chateau. Classic Chase. Classic Chase, yes. I love, I love that. Yeah, it's, um, it's a wine that is very special both to the Davis family and to the production team. Um, it's a Chateau Cheval Blanc inspired blend that um, we actually have a, a lot of fun putting together. It's 48% Cabernet Franc, 49% Merlot, and the rest is Petit Verdot. And we found that those two varietals just, they just click. And we will sit at the blending table and, and tweak the composition up percentage left or right, and it just works every time. It's fantastic. Uh, Dan, talk about these varietals and, and, and what Cab- they are. Kind of break Cabernet it, Franc break, is, break it down. Cabernet Franc is the, is the father of Cabernet Sauvignon. It's, a, it's one of the older varieties, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon being the younger variety. And the difference is that Cabernet Franc has got a little bit more personality which is either good or bad, depending on where it's grown. It's very difficult to grow properly, but when it is grown cr- properly, it is the what I consider to be the salvation of the Napa Valley's future. It's going to be a fabulous variety in the next 20 to 30 years, and, uh, of course, I'll be around to see it all. Of course you will. <laughs> then again... You're um, going to live to 200 because of your cellar. That's, well, i gotta, I got to catch up with all those wines, right? <laughs> <laughs> what I like about Merlot is that it's got more personality than Cabernet Sauvignon. This wine is a blend of Merlot and Cabernet Franc, and it's a brilliant blend, and it needs about <laughs> 20 years in the bottle before it ever comes around. But Luckily, it's, you'll, you'll it's, be alive. I'll so. be here, yeah. It's yeah. a big boy. It's a big boy indeed. A big uh, 100% new French oak, good tannin structure. It's, it's good aging potential. I want to thank uh, Walter Leva, winemaker at Davis Estates Winery, davisestates.com. Great to meet you, man, and we'll see you again. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. These wines are amazing. Dan, we'll see you next week. Next week is Tom Simino with Bacigalupi. God, I love the <laughs> Bacigalupis. All right, With cool. another bottle from the cellar. All right. <laughs> That's next week.